Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live! Huh. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Ben Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, taped on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, and of course available also in the audio realm anywhere podcasts can be found. If you're listening to this right now, do us a favor, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It's a free and easy way to help out Going In Raw and boosts our exposure. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the notify bell. We've got all these news briefs happening sometimes twice a day, Larson, because we're up. We're in WrestleMania season, quite possibly the strangest WrestleMania season. We've, I don't think there's any quite possibly about it. We've ever, ever been in. It's uh, really quite bizarre. It's been quite a roller coaster the last couple of days, I'll tell you it what. It has been. It has been. Uh, so uh, before we get started, want to say shout out to the friendos over at Cultaholic. I'm sporting their shirt. I just really love this shirt, man. It's and a good they, shirt. They dropped in here uh, for the beginning of our Twitch stream and, and started doling out subs to everybody. So shout out to all the guys over there. Hope They're you guys awesome. Are They're safe. fantastic. Yes. Hope you guys are doing good. Yes. Uh, and it was great to see your, your digital faces up in our, yes. in our Twitch stream. Uh, so there's that also today for uh, $5 and up patrons for YouTube channel members right now, you can check out a vintage classic episode of 10 for the win. Thanks to our good friend, uh, Stefan Fenris. He, uh, just ripped a ton of these back in the day and gave us access to the folder and, uh, you know, thanks to, to corporate mergers and acquisitions, they're no longer to be found on the, the YouTubes. So we figured, hey, you know, we'd give them to our to our top supporters out there. Yep. So if you're uh, every Friday now, you're going to get one of those. At some point, I'd like to get them all up like for the public as well. But for right now, for right now, anyways, it's going to be uh, a special bonus for our patrons. You can also indeed classic 10 for the one shirts right now at uh, friendomerch.com. Uh, so yeah, there's that. We got a couple uh, patrons to shout out before we get into the SmackDown review. Also, uh, I'm, I'm be honest with you, I'm kind of just stalling for time on getting the start of the SmackDown review because yeah, not much to. Well, we have to sort of tread a bit lightly in terms of like. So this was this episode of SmackDown was taped obviously on Tuesday. Okay, so prior to. Uh, you know, Roman Roman dropping out of WrestleMania. Roman dropping out of WrestleMania, but then there were like other names, which I guess we're not going to spoil those names. Is that true? People that have dropped out of other matches. Uh, I don't mind talking about. We talked about the 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 Miz and stuff on News Brief today. We talked about that. So evidently, he's not going to be in the tag match. No. Okay, but then you dropped a couple names. One person from today, from tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she evidently is not going to be in a match. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'll leave it at your discretion how far you want to go with that stuff. Well, I mean, it's news. If, if, if we hadn't done news brief when we did, we would have talked about it later on if we were doing a news brief later in the day. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're talking about Asuka. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, I'm talking about Oscar. Sorry, people. She ain't going to be in a match of wrestling. Apparently, she's like to be WrestleMania. The one thing I was trying to avoid spoilers is, is replacements for people who had to drop out. Okay, again, because at your discretion, the news, I don't see much of a difference between the. Uh, well, no, I guess there is. I guess okay, there is, okay, there that's is, fine. There is. I mean, the big, the big replacement uh, for uh, Roman Reigns is out there. We're not going to mention his name here or her name here, whoever it may be. Here, uh, Dang MQ is saying Melser has denied the Oscar rumor. So, oh, okay. Where did that? that where did that one come from? I don't remember. I don't want to say a source and not, not have it be Meltzer. correct. Well, here's the th- okay. So here's the thing. Some of these, well, the Roman one, we know uh, that's like solid, right? That's yeah. solid, right? Did well, Ryan movie? Satin, Ryan Satin's the first Oh, it's reporter. him. Yeah. So he knows. So it seems pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, Viet Tran and, uh, or Viet Tran and Jesse Bowden, new patrons. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very oh, much. Also, man, I didn't see this name last night. Jonathan Butcher. The Butcher. <laughs> oh, and then yesterday, another one, Cameron Sherman. Wow. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for your Thank support. you all. I'm out, of, I'm out of tea and whiskey now. Y'all can enjoy some uh, some t- some early vintage ten for the win, man. We were on something back then, dude. All sorts of entertainment. Those are, those were funny. I was watching a couple of them today. Like we always, whenever we go back and reminisce, we only watch the um, the intros. The intros, yeah. We think the episodes. That, the episodes are funny. Oh, okay. Hold on. Dang MQ says the Oscar rumor came from Wrestling Inc., but they retracted it. See, I haven't been on the the new sites in a while, so maybe wow. this has all come down the pipeline since mid afternoon when I was talking right. to you about it. It's still it's fun to talk about all like, oh, who's going to be there? Who's not going to be there? Because honestly, let's face it, people, nobody should be there. This whole damn thing should have been canceled. To be honest. With you, you got that right. Although I still think it's going to be better than WrestleMania, too. Uh, I mean, like the actual matches will be better. I think I think it's going to the presentation. Look, it's going to be different. It's going to be like a bunch of pre-film stuff or whatever. Yeah, uh, I, I'm 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 intrigued by it, and I think that they can make it uh, pretty entertaining. Uh, that being said, it's not going to be your traditional wrestling match. But on the other hand, it's not going to look like, uh, as Dave Meltzer said on Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, uh, gym workouts, stupid looking gym workouts. So, yeah, I don't I don't think I don't I don't feel like he has to he had to go so far as to say stupid looking. They they are stupid looking though, man. That's his opinion. And to be honest, I kind of share it with the wrestling observer yeah. himself. They're gym workouts that are kind of stupid looking. Okay, this is what uh wrestling observer says right now. So okay. a few WrestleMania catch up notes when it comes to rumors, Oscar, Cesaro, Edge, and Kevin Owens all listed as not being part of the show. I hadn't heard all those names. Kevin Owens. Edge, they have Edge. He has Edge on this list too. What are all fine? Are all fine, and we're part of the show. Oh, okay, okay. Edge oh. versus Randy and Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens happened as scheduled. Oh, okay, all right. So that's all fine. So apparently, Oscar did shoot her match. Okay, well that's good. Right on. No spoilers. Uh, and then I saw somebody on Twitter today said that they did in fact shoot, or they were in fact shooting uh, several endings to some of these matches. No, oh, it could be. But that's just some random, I think, friendo on Twitter. I have no more news than that. Yeah. And that's not, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have called that news. <laughs> no more <laughs> words than that. <laughs> Anyways, man, let's just hop into this SmackDown episode. It was it was what it was. There was a lot of stupid looking gym workouts and uh, and then an old match. Uh, an old match and not a terribly good one. But, um, yeah. No, and I- then... They they tried to they tried to have a, a a murder on the show or attempted murder at least. Hey man, you we're gonna differ on that. We we differ on that one. I thought that was kind of cool to be honest with you. I didn't I didn't think it was. Oh here we go. Hmm. Here's Wrestling Inc's correction on the Oscar thing. Oh, okay, this came down the pipe. Uh, that's not dated. Um. Yeah. All right. They retracted it. Full retraction. All right. Oh, wow. Oscar not pulled. Oof. 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 No, I, I didn't have a problem with the with with them trying to do something different. I just thought it was kind of cheesy. No, like, yeah, sad. no. Look, dude, it was che- it compared to like any other proper movie. Here, dude. Okay, so this is totally what it was, and this is why I kind of appreciate it. The Baron Corbin Elias bit. You know when you and I, and this is this is you're gonna laugh this off, but when you, me, Jeff, Hilton, Nate, we all started making our little student films, right? Yeah. And we learned the magic of editing. And yeah. it was so novel a concept that, oh, we're crafting a story using, like, you know, shots and putting yeah. them together. Yeah. When you do it yourself, there is something very novel about it. In the very rudimentary sense, yes. Yes. That's what, the, because they're always, 
that they always have to do a certain thing and in a very rudimentary way for the very first time, like in this current situation, they got away from that. It's not just them. Like the last couple of weeks, let's be honest, besides the first week, it's been like the WWE has been a deer in headlights. At least AEW is having fun with it. There's that smirk on Cody's face where he knows it looks like it's strung together with weak tape. Um, and with, so with at, rib tape, <laughs> with the rib tape, rib tape's pretty strong. Um, well, it seems to come off pretty easily once you're in the match and someone just like yanks on a little bit. Well, like, anyways, yeah, it usually lasts a couple, you know, 10 minutes into the match. Um, so WWE has been like sort of deer in headlights, at least tonight. There were two very distinct instances where the editing came into play in a very creative way. And once was during in a comedic manner during that Oscar Alexa Bliss match. Yeah, when they're going back and forth, that was good. That was really good. And then the Baron Corbin Elias thing where he obviously fell on like a mat and yeah. and then you know they they cut they do the reverse they yeah do the thing so yes it was rudimentary and of course it was absolutely cheesy that being said i'm fine with them doing that as opposed to let's say they were going to recreate the champa gargano bit which was from like the exact same roost yeah um, so i was expecting that level of violence yeah like that we could see not implied <laughs> that we actually saw it's yeah i think part of it is obviously is we know these guys are performers, and as performers, like if somebody gets legitimately hurt, they always back away, and you can always see their concern in the face. You know that they're not actually trying to actively yeah. murder each other. Um, there's, there's like, from the production standpoint, the the comparison to an early student film is apt mm-hmm, because yeah. that's what it felt like, even down to the choice of sound effects. Um, <laughs> it was dunk. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. The sound effects were bad. Um, yeah. The problem with, for me is when I watch a, pr- a production made by a billion-dollar company, uh, I expect I expect a little bit more than than student film aesthetics. Dude, their stock is down to like thirty-five bucks or whatever. Yeah, I know <laughs> they, they the lost two billion dollars in valuation. They're still worth a billion dollars, <laughs> anyways. The one thing I did like is they actually tried to give Baron Corbin some teeth. You know, this is this is a, a, a quite a bit ways removed from throwing dog food on somebody. This is attempted murder. So uh, actually trying to make him feel like somewhat of a threat by trying to kill somebody mm-hmm. is is a step forward in my mind as a heel, as opposed to being uh, a annoying nuisance who uh, has a penchant for uh, flinging dog food around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in that sense, I appreciated it. It upped um, the ante quite a bit. Yeah, and it made it made Corbin feel like he he was mean. Mm-hmm, instead yeah. of just really annoying yeah but from a production standpoint uh i might have rolled my eyes i don't remember uh no i i mean via text you did because i was like man that was cool and then you're like cheesy yeah <laughs> cheesy so, like no i don't i totally get it It was it was absolutely cheesy i'm just <laughs> like i like when there's a little bit of effort involved uh a, a rose in here in chat said all i needed was a wilhelm scream <laughs> Can somebody please? Can somebody please put that? Maybe I'll do it tonight. Put here. That I clip. have a I have a Wilhelm scream on my phone. Give me send a second. Send it to me. Send it to me. <laughs> if I can send it to you, I can play it right now. Yeah, just play it right now. Why not? All right. <laughs> oh, there that's you go. Great. That's great. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, but uh, but by and large, I mean the show was what it was. There, we're, look, man, we're limping into WrestleMania as it is, just limping to get there. Oh, I know. Sasha and Bailey, they kind speaking of, of being wrapped in rib tape. This whole WWE production right it now is it's totally wrapped in rib tape. Sasha and it's, Bailey come down uh, about a week away from WrestleMania. I actually only saw the part I, I saw. So you and I both had issues. Well, Fox now had issues. Yeah, they had the issues with the, uh, with the stream. So I didn't actually see the beginning of this. I just saw when Tamina came out. I did see this whole segment. However, I had to watch the, 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 the Spanish dub <laughs> of it. All I saw, no, I saw I, what I saw. So I went to one of those illegal wrestling uh, sites first. Whoa. It's okay. They don't know which one. So like, it doesn't matter. Um, and so I, yeah, who could do what doesn't matter? Uh, they can't prove anything. Uh, I saw when Naomi said, Sasha, you're just standing there with your stank. <laughs> and then yeah, that she was said good. she's going to snatch her wig. That was great. That was awesome. Who just says you're standing there with your stank? That was fantastic. That was really good. She's good. But I didn't yeah, see anything Lacey Evans said. I didn't see anything. Yeah. So it started out with Sasha and Bailey coming out and they were like, hey, we're a week away from mania. And uh, we're going to compete on the grandest like, stage. Hola, mi nombre es Bailey Sasha Banks. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I did, thankfully, you could, I could hear the, the English yeah. uh, underneath the Spanish so I could take notes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd really have to concentrate and pick out the handful of, of words that I actually know. Yeah. Um, thanks to you, speaking in, in Spanish a decent amount, uh-huh. I've picked up some. Mi nombre es Bailey y soy rudo. <laughs> See, I know exactly what that means. Right, My exactly. name is Bailey and I am, I am a heel. <laughs> I know exactly what that means. Um, and Sasha's like, yeah, WrestleMania, where anything could happen, where dreams could come true. And Bailey says, but it's going to be a nightmare for me because Paige put me in this match, fatal five-way elimination match. And then uh, Sasha uh, says it's not going to be an issue of them pitting uh, them, oh, sorry, Sasha says, well, uh, this is Paige trying to pit us against each other. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But we saw that look Sasha had last week. Yeah. Looking at that belt. Yeah. It's totally going to work. Mm, thirsty for the belt. Yeah. So uh, Lacey comes out, interrupts, uh, tells Bailey to shut up. Uh, and then Bailey and Sasha Princess calls her a loser. Uh, Lacey says she's going to, she won't be able to say her daughter's name because she's going to break her jaw with her, with a woman's right. Mm, yes. And, looks at Bailey and says, I'm going to beat some respect into you and take that title. And that's when Naomi walks out. Mm-hmm. Says the stank bit, mm-hmm. uh, snatching the blue wig. Uh, and that brings out Tamina. She just says, actions speak louder than words. Headbutts Naomi. What are you doing? Your camera's frozen. Oh, trying darn to... it. <laughs> Can anything else go wrong? Yeah. Hold on. That's okay. Take your time. And Sam Bronkoid said, going in Raw 2K20. <laughs> there the bot says, don't cut it, Steve. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll just continue. Let's see. You just keep on going. I'll just continue. Fuck it. I'm not going to cut it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Tamina comes out and uh, she says, actions speak louder than words. And, uh, and thank God, because nobody wants to hear Tamina in a promo. That sounds horrible. So she immediately uh, starts going after. I think she goes after Naomi first, <clears throat> and then maybe kicks Lacey Evans or something. And then uh, Sasha and Bailey, uh, they got. Ooh, I'm back. Oh my goodness, I'm so huge right now. Uh, let's see here. There's Larson. He's on text message. Need to restart. All right. Well, I'm just gonna keep on keeping on, but I'll pat it out a little bit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Sasha and Bailey, they start to beat down Naomi and then, uh, and then, uh, they back up into Tamina and they're both like, whoa, whoa. You're just like, whoa, just chill out. We're not doing anything to you. You know, we're, we're all good here. So that's the end of that segment. Then we probably go to a commercial of some sort. Chances are it's for Liberty Mutual. Uh, it's, I think it was the one with the guy and then the ostrich, uh, my, my kid loves that commercial cause it's like a silly looking ostrich. Uh, after that, we had a really fun, but kind of a short match between Drew Gulak and of course, Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, as you guys might or may not remember last week, Drew Gulak, uh, was challenged, uh, by Sami Zayn to fight Shinsuke Nakamura and up for stakes. Uh, up on the line is Daniel Bryan. Oh, wait, here we go. There right, he is. Let's see if this works. There he is. My goodness. Prince Larson. Right, can I just keep this picture of you right here? If you feel better do- about doing that. Nah. If you uh, cut out, I'll just toss that up. All right. All right, fair enough. All right. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, So anyways, uh, I was just going to talk about this Gulak versus Shinsuke Nakamura match. Oh, I should have stayed gone because I didn't see it. Yeah, well, no, that's I was going to wrap this up in moments because... uh, uh, at that point, the Fox Now app started to work about midway through this match. I just saw the end, though. Uh, Nakamura sets up for a Kinshasa. Uh, Brian, because uh, he's got Drew sort of in the corner, sort of out of it. Brian pushes him from ringside out of the way, and then Gulak comes back in. He rolls up Shinsuke Nakamura for the win. Mm-hmm. That's what that happened. That's um, what happened there. You got that right, bud. Waynemaker says, Steve, what is the shirt you're wearing? I'm wearing a Cultaholic shirt, man. It's the new. It's a new way. It's a new style. It's a yeah, new it's, their, it's their freaking new logo. It's like the ECW one. It's great. It's great. It's a fantastic shirt. If you make it like a ECW uh, homage shirt, I'm all about it. Yep. You should do a yep. going in the wrong one. Yep. Uh, after that, we had a but like the WWE ECW version. There you go. Super lame. Uh, after that, we had a recap of Dolph versus Otis from last week. Uh, Dolph is backstage on his phone and the glitchy stuff for Mustafa Ali's reboot. Mustafa Ali, yeah. It was like all over the place. Yeah, and then back to Dolph. Uh, he's talking on the phone to somebody. We don't know who. It's not Mandy because he references Mandy. Yeah, right. In the third person. Hey, can we assume it's Bob Rude? Maybe. Maybe it's Bob Rude. That'd be a safe assumption anyways. Uh, heavy machinery bust in. Uh, and Dolph's like, hey, Otis, you want to see some pictures of Mandy? Ask if he's over 18. Yeah. Which you know lead one to believe they may be some sort of uh, lewd pictures. Hope um, I have to keep an then, eye on, on her uh, on her premium Snapchat. Oh dear! <laughs> anyway, he says, "Oh, this looks pathetic." And, uh, and Dolph is like, "I want to end it with uh, the whole world watching uh, at Mania. Let's do match Mandy in my corner. What do you say, Otis?" And I think Otis just goes, "Ah!" Guesses yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. After that, uh, Elias, uh, he's up there in the crow's nest. Yeah. So they just brought this. Oh, that what? was okay. No, that was the performance center. That's right. That's right. Um, anyways, uh, he's got a song called Kingdom of Fools and invites us. TV. Crowd. Watching. Yeah. To clap crowd. along. Well, the crowd at home to clap along. I didn't. Uh, mm. And then he had there was like a really poorly photoshopped. Oh man, these are all so bad. Yeah, of a Baron with like a cartoon arrow through his head, yeah, like the Steve Martin bit. Um, And then there's a picture of Baron's face on toilet paper. Like there's a Snapchat filter where you can be uh, roll of toilet paper. Oh really? It really seems super insensitive if you think about it. But uh, but yeah, you it dances around and then your mouth and it and your eyes are on it. Bama Hmm. loves it, Uh, and so. uh, I mean, it's funny. Like, why didn't they do something like that? Like something that maybe the people who are out here. I mean, I, look, I know they're they're the the viewer base is like in their seventies, mm-hmm. but uh, but so, I don't know. My mom uses Snapchat to like talk to to like the kids and stuff. So no, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't I know. know. Why don't they do something that's more relevant? Is my point. It's because these Bruce really Pritchard's terrible right photoshops. Because Bruce Pritchard's right in the show. <laughs> um, the final bit was uh, he calls Baron's throat a toilet and says Baron's a turd. So now I was hoping we'd see a little turd Baron floating in the toilet bowl. So no, awesome. yeah. it's just Baron sitting on the toilet. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, they had that kind of technology that wasn't in that cars video in the eighties. You might think I'm crazy where they were 
people get flushed down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Why can't mm-hmm. we see that in 2020 on W television? You got me. That's 35 Go. years ago. That video really tripped me out when I was a kid, man. I that video was, was like, something else, man. It was really was like, time. What am I looking at right now? Oh, you're looking at the future. I know I was. I totally was. And so Baron attacks uh, Elias in the crow's nest, uh, punches him, uh, sends him over the rail. Uh, Elias hanging on by a thread. Ooh. So he's holding on so Baron would punch one hand. And Elias would do this thing. He'd punch the other hand. He'd grab and do this thing. And eventually he grabs a scepter, hits him with that. <laughs> Wilhelm scream. Ah! Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elias falls. You hear a dunk. Yeah, terrible sound effect. Do the a shot of Baron, reverse shot over Baron's shoulder. You see Elias on the floor. Uh, refs and trainers and producers come rushing over. Oh, my God. He fell from such a great height. Ah, from such great heights. Uh, after that, we had uh, Asuka versus Alexa Bliss. The highlight of this, of course, well, it was actually a pretty decent match. This was a fun match. They, they were, yeah, they were really selling for each other. It was they were really, really good, were, and Nikki yeah. was awesome. Nikki was fantastic. She was great. She goes, she goes right up to Michael Cole and gives him a hug, and he's like, social distancing, Nikki, social distancing. Yeah. Yeah, it was really and good. she was like just perched up on the on the table and she kept on doing this. And he's like, what are you doing? Stop doing that. She's like, I'm so excited. I had so much caffeine earlier. Oh, so good. She was that great. Was him, him responding to her was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, was it was, she was she was loads of fun. And then, man, they had Alexa Bliss beat Oscar cleanly. Yeah, I know. It irks me, too. Every time Oscar eats a pin clean or not, it bugs the shit out of me. I mean, I understand the motivation. They're trying to, in in very short order, set up a, ta- a title match. But well, and they're also trying to make it seem like they're going to win the that the Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross could win these titles, but they're not. Mm-mm. So I get, yeah, I understand what they're doing. And I mean, honestly, look, they they've they have booked. I'm not too bummed out about this. Like they have booked Alexa Bliss strong traditionally in the yeah. past. Um, so that's cool. She puts in a ton of work, so good for her. Yeah, yeah, I like Alexis. I don't, I mean, this is a slight uh, at Alexis. We're just huge fans of Oscar. Oscar's pretty much the best. She should be protected, you know, by any means necessary. Absolutely. The, there was a really fun bit where there were Oscar was on the apron, Alexa was in the ring, and they were tr- uh, talking trash back and forth, and uh, it was pretty good. The editing on that was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. Well. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. That was that was really fun stuff. Uh, uh, next, that, we got an Uso promo from the bowels of the arena. Um, they said, hey, it wouldn't be the road to Mania unless the Usos and the New Day were battling. However, time for them to be seven-time tag team champions. Mm-hmm. They say they're going to win tonight to be number one contenders. After that, we had classic matchup of the week, mm. Roman Reigns versus Triple H, two competitors who aren't even going to be at WrestleMania. No. Uh, watching this match again, uh, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I actually missed most of it because I was catching up on the first part of the show that I missed. Oh, okay. Because the Fox app was being bogus. Yeah. Um, I caught the finish. Uh, I mean, the spear on Stephanie, all that stuff. Like, the finish, the last five minutes is, is pretty solid. It's the, the 20 minutes that preceded that were slow, meandering, uh, uh, and uh, not exactly exciting. You know what, the, you know what the, biggest, the biggest problem here was? It was like, so they had... They had, when did Roman win the, t- so Triple H won the Rumble. Yeah. Man, that match should have been Roman versus Dean. Mm-hmm. And then either have, and then somehow get Roman, they they should have turned Roman heel at that point mm-hmm. on Dean. Dean should have won the Rumble, won the title. He would, he was hugely over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have Roman turn on Dean. Like maybe Dean say, hey, you know, this is a friendly and then Roman Reigns spears the crap out of him, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, in the weeks preceding that, and then there you go, you got heel Roman Reigns. But yep. they didn't want to go that way. Nope. Triple H took it up, either took it upon himself, man. But he was doing everything he could to big dog the big dog. Mm-hmm. That crowd was booing Roman. Yeah, no. And. It was as if Roman was afraid to do anything to like get the crowd to cheer him. Even the, when he did the one moment when he did the crotch chop, it was the most mellow. And I know he's sort of a mellow guy, but it's sure, like, Roman. man, Roman is best as a character when he's aggressive. When he's, it's like, okay, during promos, yeah, he could be chill, whatever, who cares? But when he's in action, he needs to be aggressive. 
And and then there was none of that in this match. Yeah, there wasn't any of that. And I that know. was the, the biggest problem is that there was no effort to get him in a position where the crowd would cheer his yeah. victory. Yeah. Yep. Uh, after that match, uh, Triple H had an interview, and Michael Cole asked him, hey, I want your take on this uh, Goldberg-Reigns match at WrestleMania. Who's your pick? So Triple H is like, yeah, they're both really intense. Uh, differences, Roman's intensity builds. He seems to get stronger as the match progresses. He seems to feed off whatever you're giving him. Goldberg, however, uh, his intensity is all at once. Um, yeah, it he said, it, yeah, his gas tank is about 90 seconds. Yeah, and so he says, if the match is quick, then old Bill wins. If the match goes long, then Roman wins. Mm-hmm. Very diplomatic answer, however, based on, uh, in reality. Yeah. It's funny, Sam Brogowitz here says Dean took on Triple H in between the Rumble and mm-hmm. That was a really uh, good match. And it was a really good match. It was a super good match. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah, was one awesome of my match. favorite Dean matches in uh, WWE. Yeah, it might be my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, obviously this was all uh, filmed before uh, the news of Roman Reigns. So they didn't even, they didn't film an angle or they didn't, they weren't able well, to. Well, reportedly they did. For Roman's replacement, I guess it's just not running. It just didn't run tonight. Oh, that's what uh, There's the go home. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's one more episode. Yeah, okay. Uh, after that, we had a brief New Day promo where they said, tonight they get a chance to go to WrestleMania, but they got to go through the Usos. Uh, Big E says, uh, it's good. <laughs> he said, he said, my grandpappy, or my pappy, my pappy used to tell me before he disciplined me, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. Yeah. And Usos gonna hurt us more than it's gonna hurt you, but uh, but your daddies need to become eight time chat tag champions. That's great. It was fantastic. He said, so "Big good. E is the best." He is. I uh, am next... cool it to hear that he was like really good friends with Brody Lee. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, next, uh, Dolph and Sonya Deville—they're commiserating backstage, uh, conspiring perhaps. Mm. Uh, Mandy enters, um, asks Dolph, "Why are you doing this to Otis?" Uh, and wonders why uh, Dolph had to show Otis those pictures. And Dolph's like, yeah, that was a mistake. I went too far. I'm sorry. And M- Mandy's like, you know what? I don't, it's fine if you want to have a WrestleMania match, but I don't want to be fought over like some prize. Yeah. And Dolph tries to put her knees and just says, hey, let's go back to the hotel. Uh, we can get a bottle of champagne. And then they just walk off. Nice. He's like, I'm going to take some more pictures of you. Put on your premium Snapchat. After that, we had a, a really good Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, this was really good. Yeah, this was cool. Uh, he was staring at a picture of John Cena over him at WrestleMania 30. He starts tearing up. And then uh, they cut to the, to the Bray Wyatt head lantern. <laughs> and Bray's like, shut up. You had your chance against Cena, but you failed. And I won't. But he won't. But he won't, yeah. But yeah. yeah, talking about the fiend, yeah. And then Abby, Abby the witch, says, oh, you think that's the case? And starts questioning him. And asks him if he has a secret recipe to beat John Cena. And Bray says, why, I do. Yeah. And then we get a wipe. Then he's standing in front of a blender. And he's making <laughs> yeah. up some sort of uh, concoction in a blender. He's got like a, a, j- a jar labeled anger and resentment. Well, there's rage and resentment, self-loathing. Rage, yeah. yeah. And then some hot sauce. He puts that all in the blender. And the rambling rabbit comes in. It's like, hey, I got a carrot. He's See? got like a phallic erect carrot in front of him. Hey, man, I got a carrot for you. You made some reference to see uh, not be able to see him because carrot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess carrots are, are historically might be a wise tale. It'd be good for your eyes too. Good for the eyes, yeah. Uh, Bray says that's just what I needed. Some unnecessary, unsolicited opinions, <laughs> and then he puts Rambling Rabbit in the blender, turns it on. Rambling Rabbit gets blended up. Yeah. Uh, then he drinks the shake. A light bulb appears above his head, and Brace says, uh, "See, now you deserve something more than an ordinary match. Uh, you you deserve a match uh, where you get to step into my world. I challenge you to a Firefly Funhouse match at Mania. Of course, this aligns what we heard about some pre-film thing mm-hmm, for yeah. their match." Uh, he says, "Wow, this shake tastes great, but there's one nasty side effect." Man, let me again. Yeah, yeah, that was good stuff. I really liked it. It was really good. After that, we had our main event, the New Day versus the Usos. These guys can, like, you know, put on a really fun match in their sleep. Mm-hmm. We had Miz and Morrison on commentary. The whole thing, I'm just looking at Miz, and he just wants to sneeze on everything in my mind. <laughs> so as soon as they talked, I was like, is he congested? <laughs> yeah, just, he sounds like, like he might have a stuffy nose. There's something in his, there's something in his sinuses right there. And he's all, <clears throat> so, anyways... 
so yeah, they're on commentary. They're 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 relatively entertaining, I guess. Uh, yeah. But no, this is a fun match, and of course it, it ended. It ended with uh, with no wonk ending. Yeah, yeah. wonk ending. Yeah. So uh, they're all ended up outside. Um, uh, Miz and Morrison hop on the announce table, start doing their chant, mm-hmm. and Kofi's like, "Damn it!" So he trips up John Morrison on the table, and then Jay. So Miz gets up to confront Kofi. Jay hits a tope on them, and then uh, Jay gets back on the apron. Um, or is it Jimmy? Me is Jimmy, and then Big E hits an apron spear onto the floor. Yeah. And then Miz and Morrison, they attack Big E. Usos then win by DQ. And then Miz and Morrison start beating up both teams. And then they're just beating them down. Cole grabs a mic, uh, interrupts the beat down, and says, uh, I just talked to WWE officials. Uh, Miz and Morrison, you don't have to worry about defending those belts against either of those teams. You got to defend them against both those teams in, in a tag team ladder match at yes. WrestleMania. Yeah. And then uh, Usos take advantage of distra- distraction, super kick Miz. New Day hit midnight hour. Up, up, down, down on John Morrison as the show ends. Yeah. So that was SmackDown. Limping its way towards WrestleMania, where one of these matches is going to be altered, at least if the Miz rumor is correct. Mm hmm. So that's fun. Uh, Anyways, let's let's answer some questions. I'm going to hop on Discord here because I know they had some. They had some questions and I can. Oh, I can. Oh, it's already still muted. That's good. Let's see here. All right. Here we go. Uh, Alex Housen. Oh, wait. Now, what the heck? Oh, this is yesterday. That's weird. Hmm. Anyways. Anyways, Chris Rampersad says, what did Triple H really want to say about Roman and Goldberg? I kind of feel like that was spot on. I think he was really trying to put Roman over and said that uh, Goldberg can, can't have long matches. I mean, that felt like a shoot to me. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I felt like he was doing his best. Although, man, I don't know. The look on his face, he is exhausted. Yeah, he's tired. He is clearly exhausted. Uh, Alex Housen, sorry. So after this situation calms down, it was like, it was an earlier question. So after this situation calms down, is there anything you think will appreciate as wrestling fans? Yeah, crowds. Mm-hmm. Crowds, stupid-looking gym workouts. Uh, Greg Morris, considering WWE usually puts on really fun shows when their back is against the wall, shouldn't WrestleMania, uh, as it is right now, be the most fun show ever? No, we're gonna you know, we're gonna see if there's a, a fulcrum uh, point <laughs> where the balance tips. Yeah, you where can, like, it goes from. Uh, creative inspiration to abject disaster. It's uh, the, yeah, there is a fine line between having your back against the wall and the next step, which is evidently getting your ass whooped against that mm-hmm. wall. Mm-hmm. And th- this seems to be what's happening. It's one thing to, Hey, okay. The pressure's on. It's another thing. Hey, everybody's sick and dying. Two very different things. Two very different things. Indeed. Uh, Mr. Lipkin, uh, if you had the choice, which of these three opponents would you rather have challenged Goldberg? Matt Riddle, Kofi Kingston, or Big E? I know my answer. It's Big E. Yeah. He's earned it. He has yeah, he more has. than earned it. He, he has. has more than earned it. And that's his dream match, too. And that's another reason why men, what is it, big meaty men slapping meat or whatever? Slapping meat. Yeah. I, yep. As much as as much as as much as Matt Riddle would be would be fun and everything, uh, he hasn't. Like, yeah, I'd love to see that. Don't get me wrong, but like, you know, if it's him versus Big E, like one guy has paid his dues, mm-hmm. another guy not quite yet, not At as much, the, not in as the much. WWE sphere. Yeah, not as much. Yeah, uh, L Campion RTG. If the Miz news is true, we don't get the ladder match at Mania. What do y'all think would be have been the outcome of that match, and how do y'all think that would have been booked? Miz and Morrison probably would have retained. Yeah, probably. It's still really early in their run, and what else are they gonna do if they don't have those titles? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Henry, the horniest friendo ever, uh, is watching WWE drunk. The best way to watch because I was drunk. I mean, that could be said about a lot of things, though. I mean, it helps. Yeah. 
It helps. Uh, Dylan, hey, friend, that was not a question, but after you receive the uh, RoboCop figure, I bought a RoboCop figure for you guys and sent it your way. But then the pandemic thing, Steve probably has been in the post office. I just thought I'd let you know. There's more RoboCops coming. Okay. Uh, I may go to the post. Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. Um, Sky Otonic here in the Twitch chat. Power Rank, what would happen to the wrestling world if the WWE closed its doors? Permanently or just for a bit? Because just for a bit seems like a distinct reality. Closed its doors. Disappeared. They got shuttered. Well, I guess AWB number one then. Number one. That's right. The only game in town. There, you know, I mean, it would be a huge opportunity for the territories to come back. Mm-hmm. Really. I well, mean, let me ask you this: who, be, who, who on the WWE roster? Ooh. Well, let's say this: let's say right. WWE goes out of business. Uh, they're in so much debt; uh, their assets are sold off. Yeah. Uh, would Triple H then endeavor to start his own promotion? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Alex Foster, hypothetically, if something crazy happens during the tapings, does that make things better because it's interesting, or worse because of the situations? For example, if Minoru Suzuki shows up. Minoru uh, Suzuki makes everything better. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Minoru Suzuki would make everything better. Uh, Cameron Sherman, I thought about empty arena matches. Do you think it would work? What if instead of empty chairs, you have different memorabilia statues that would be legends past circled around the ring? So the wrestlers would be wrestling for the legends who built the business, adding to the pressure and spectacle of wrestling in front of history. So they're wrestling essentially in front of a museum. Um, I would like it better if they're wrestling at like a Madame Tussauds, but for wrestling, yeah, bunch of wax uh, figures, yeah, that'd be <laughs> of good. wrestlers, and then you could like throw your opponent into them and then break and stuff like that. That'd exactly. be horrifying. Yeah. Uh, future Fortune. Uh, guessing this segment was meant to lead to a six woman tag match, but then the sixth got taken out. That yeah, that could be the opening segment. Oh, they could have done it that yeah. as, a, as a tag. Match yeah, for that sure. could be. Yeah. Tommy T, hey friend, knows my question is now with all uh, with a little hindsight, why was everyone so mad about Bray losing to Goldberg? Because before that happened, you could have you could hear a pin drop during feed matches, and they're almost always a low point of the show. Was it simply because Goldberg is a part timer? The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Uh, Bray's matches as Fiend hasn't been haven't been the most interesting, but his character work has been so good. The Firefly Funhouse stuff has been so awesome. You just have a guy who the crowd is starting to get invested in. You put the belt on him, and then you have a, a part timer come in, a dude who can barely wrestle, uh, uh, who's what fifty something years old, fifty three, yeah, come in and beat the Fiend with a couple of moves after taking everything Seth had to give him, everything. So yeah, the the problem the problem was yeah it was. They had started down a. They started telling a certain story, that it was clear, that there was there should have been a definite answer to the fiend. What is his weakness? Mm-hmm. And then it was clear that in the middle of the movie, in the middle of the movie, they just decided to change things. It's like a, the only the only. Movie analogy I can think of, I guess maybe with TV, it's a bit easier. Like with the West Wing, for example, after mm-hmm. season four, Aaron Sorkin left and then John Wells, his like second in command or whatever took over and it had like a totally different vibe. Yeah. Um. So you see that happen on like TV shows and because showrunners come and go. 
Do you remember that uh, John Cassavetes' last unfinished movie that his son eventually finished? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. so lovely. Mm-hmm. She's the lovely. Yeah. How like the first two thirds of that movie? It was script wise. Yeah. The first two thirds of that movie is what he had written. Yeah. The last third or so is what his son wrote. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, and it was completely different from the first two thirds of the movie. Yeah. That's it sucks. And that's what happened there with The Fiend is that we got, you know, I don't know, two thirds of the movie. And then all of a sudden some some other idea took over. Uh, but I, I don't I don't believe that. I understand people didn't like the red light stuff. They really liked the character stuff. And yes. then in that last match before Goldberg, it was Daniel Bryan. And by God, that match was on fire, man. People yeah, really that, liked that, that match. match was really good. It was a really, really good match. And it was like, okay, whoa, we're sort of getting the best of both worlds now. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Goldberg happens, and it's just like, okay, all right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, because there, there could have been an interesting story, because Daniel Bryan was really setting it up. I, I'm figuring out The Fiend's weakness. And that could have been an interesting story with uh, opponent after opponent facing the fiend. You learn more and more and more about what his weakness could be, but we're not going to get that. Mm-hmm. We're just not going to get that now because Goldberg beat him. Yep, his 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 weakness was Goldberg. His weakness was just Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, would it shock you if Vince decides to have Gronk versus Goldberg with Gronk walking out as champion? Yeah, yeah, yeah it would. Yeah, it would. Because if, if that was the case, would have, Tyson Fury would have already been champion by now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Jackson. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a, a, a caveat here. You cannot say it just shut it down. He says, no. how would you guys handle booking WrestleMania at this point? I'd only have like four matches. That might be the case anyways. <laughs> that seems to be where it's headed. We might get like a Brandon Vink match. Could be. <laughs> Let's do like uh, a two-hour format show, like a takeover. That's yeah, how I do good. it. That's good. I mean, that was one of the man. That was not the not the harp all over WWE more, but why not, right? Uh, that was another thing that just when Jericho and Brody Lee were talking about, and Brody Lee was saying, "Man, I was really looking forward to my Mania match with the New Day, and I think the Usos." Oh yeah. And, you know, we were really going to put on a special show. And they said, you have nine minutes, including entrances, including entrances. And they're out there with the new day and their entrance is always super long. And Jericho's, yeah, because Jericho said when people get there, they realize that WrestleMania is basically the two biggest matches and everything else is just shoehorned in. Imagine if they treated WrestleMania like a Wrestle Kingdom where Mm -hmm. it's like, we look forward to every goddamn match at Wrestle Kingdom because we know that that's the place where they're going to really take it to the limit. Mm-hmm. They're going to go all the way with it mm-hmm. and really blow off the feud. Mm-hmm. And they don't do that at WrestleMania besides no. the two matches that they want. And it's just, it's, it's absolutely. It's the, it's the two matches they want to, to, to promote. Mm-hmm. And then it's, they try their damnedest to get everybody on the card. Even though Which I understand the sentiment. And back in the day when they used to get a substantial payout, additional payout for Mania, cool. They get extra money. I don't know if that's the case anymore with the network and such. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just feels like it's cool that everybody get a WrestleMania moment from a performer standpoint. But as a viewing experience, it's not It's not the, the Wrestle Kingdom uh, comparison is that. Because mm-hmm. um, not everybody gets on Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's uh, so Andrew- many people. Yeah, they do. WWE does have way too many people. Andrew Jocelyn, is WWE 2K21 happening in October? Um, he says, with the outbreak, I bet it'll be worse than last year. Imagine what visual concept is going through right now. I think a ton of projects are going to be delayed. Games, movies, TVs, everything. Um, he says, except art and music. Mm. Recording studios might be close, too. I would expect Unless, delays across the board. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna. there's going to be a lot of garage band uh, music mm-hmm. coming out in the next, mm-hmm. you know, like six months from now. Um, yeah, no, I just, I was reading, I, I get alerts on the Batman movie. That's the uh, halted production. Mm-hmm. Everything's halted production. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, uh, I, I can almost guarantee with the way video games work. I mean, I know there's probably the potential to do more, uh, remote work, but I'm not sure how much they can really, that's like kind of a big deal video game. I don't know how much yes. they can get accomplished out of the office. Yeah. I don't know. I either. just don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was not a lot. Yeah. 
Samuel L. Bronkowitz, power rank top three crimes that are never prosecuted in kayfabe. Attempted murder. But specifics. Oh, the top three crimes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, who killed Stone Cold? Yeah, that's got to be up there. Or who tried to kill Stone Cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who blew up Vince McMahon's limo? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that was like an explosion, man. Yeah, that was and, huge. And then did well, they, they, they kind of did, did solve that. They said Vince tried to, Vince faked his own death. That's how uh, they eventually kayfabe that storyline. Wait a second. They didn't just drop that one because of the Benoit thing? Well, I, I didn't see the actual segment, but I was watching stuff subsequently about uh, the Vince Sun story. And Stephanie made reference to getting giving Vince crap about faking his own death. Well, I know that's how that storyline was eventually going to be written. Um, but the limousine blowing up, that was just dropped. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody in chat will correct us on that one. Yeah, probably, because we're usually wrong about this kind of stuff. It's <laughs> the way it goes, you know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Andrew Jocelyn, he says, you don't have to answer on the show, but you know what? Screw it, I'm going to. He says, sorry to ask a production question. Don't apologize. Yeah, by all means, don't apologize. But what webcam do you use for Zoom, Steve? I teach guitar, and during this whole outbreak, I'm teaching online lessons. Your camera looks fantastic. Uh, so this is actually not a webcam. It is a full-on DSLR. It is the Canon T7i and uh, runs you probably around 600 bucks, 700 bucks. And then I got it hooked into my cam link uh, here on my, on my PC. So it turns your DSLR into like a fancy webcam. Yep. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. Anyways, uh, is that it? I think that's it. I don't that's think I have any more questions. I think that's all. Okay, well, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we might be back tomorrow, depending on what happens. Uh, we might be back tomorrow for a news brief. Maybe yep. it'll be a slow news day. Maybe it won't be. I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out then. Anything's possible right now, it seems. Yeah, seemingly. Anyways, thanks everybody. I'm, I'm sure you guys will get at least one news brief this week, or this yes. weekend, rather. Yes. Uh, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.